Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through our draft and classic reviews, both of our teams this week. Bit of a mixed bag, which seems to sum up my season so far, unfortunately. Uh, draft, I'll kick off with first. As I said, it's round 13. Uh, as I said last week, of course, it's round 13, so a lot of guys missing and whatnot. Coming up against a fellow who was a little bit lower on the table than me, but uh, potentially has a better team than me. Obviously features James Tedesco, Brian Toto. A couple of superstars with real high-end potential. And I don't really have too many of those guys. I've got Cody Walker. I've got Reese Walsh. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, he probably has got a better side. He's not doing as well as me on the ladder, but points-wise, he has scored better than me. So uh, it was an opportunity for me to try and keep James Tedesco a step away from the uh, our, our Supercoach final series, which would have been fantastic to do. But... It was round 13. I'm, I was sort of sitting reasonably well into the eight. Uh, he, he was outside. He was about 10th in our competition out of 14th. He definitely should be higher. Uh, but as I said last week, it was a game that I wasn't overly fussed on winning or losing. Obviously, never like losing, and I'll throw my hat in the ring to try and get a win. But I was never going to throw my season down the drain to try and win this one. And um, the, the weekend, it did not go as I expected it to in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we kicked off on Thursday night. I had I had three... Uh, Dragons and Broncos. I had Jackson Ford, who scored 51. Andrew McCulloch, 33. And unfortunately, I went for a bit of a smoky with my VC. I went to Osaka, who had potentially the worst game of his career at that point. Sort of thought, geez, that'll put me out of this. I've already wasted a VC. He took Jake Turpin. They got 50-odd. So I've sort of already thought, look, I had to score more points with him with my VC and skippers uh, to, to win this game. So that was a real stinger. He had Matt Lodge, who got 67. He, he also got uh, updated quite a bit there. He gained about 12. Andrew McCulloch lost about 10 or 12. Jake Turpin got a 47 as his VC. Uh, Friday night, I had a couple of Tigers. I had Leilua and Sean Bloor. Bloor came off the bench 
Mitchell the 68. Lailua got lucky, scored a penalty try at the end to get him 68 points. So I wasn't sitting too badly. And then Saturday came. And in this game, I had Rima Smith. Uh, he had George Jennings, Fogarty, Irema, and Kenny Bromwich. So this is going to be a big game to decide how this one would play out. And as I said, I was going to need points uh, to win this game. So I put my skip on Rima Smith. He scored the first try, I believe, or the second try. He scored early. He was on about 35 points after about 12 or 14 minutes. And I was really excited. I thought, wow, I'm a chance here. And uh, for the rest of the game, Rima Smith, he got sin-binned. He didn't have a heap of touches. He ended up as my captain getting 74, which is, what, 37 points. So a real stinger there. Uh, that really dropped me down. I yeah, Obviously, if Remus Smith would have got, let's say, 50, and I would have got 100 points out of that, I'd probably win this clash. But that was crucial, that sin binning. The other thing that made it a lot closer is, of course, his four players in this game. As I mentioned, George Jennings, he scored a good try. He got 52. Uh, Jamal Fogarty. He got 27. Irema, he got 18. And Kenny Bromwich got injured for an eight. So when I did take Remus Smith's, uh, you know, captaincy there, 37 or whatever it was, I obviously wasn't expecting his team to go this low. So even though I was disappointed with my captaincy and the sin binning that cost me probably 30 or 40 points there, realistically, um, as a as a captain in a game, you obviously get minus 10, which is minus 20, then you miss out on 10 minutes of game time. So if he would have picked up, you know, three or four points, a tackle break here or there or whatever, you could have been looking at 30 or 40 points there really quickly. So very, very disappointing there. But obviously the guys that went low in his team, that sort of kept me in it. And then I made a decision at the end of that game, or about halfway through that game, probably just before Remus Smith got suspended. Actually, I thought, you know what? I'm going to try and go for a win here. I'm going to drop Sean Kepi, who's suspended next week. Anyway, I'll probably be able to get him back. And I'm going to take a flyer. Uh, I went for Wonga Blake, uh, a guy that has copped a heap of shit recently. He's a guy actually in our competition that... He's probably the most irrelevant super coach player you could think of, but in our competition, he's sort of uh, he's got a bit of a curse to him. I think it's been over the last seven years. I think four of the teams that have won it just happen to have Wonga Blake in it. Uh, I played this same guy, Steve, a couple of years ago. He obviously is one of the writers for the super coach playbook. A uh, good mate of mine, uh, really knows his super coach, and I played him about four or five years ago in one of our super coach grand finals, and I had Wonga Blake in my side, and he absolutely blitzed it that afternoon, scoring a hundred. So I just thought the narrative was too good. So I. Grabbed Grabbed Wonga Blake, uh, which meant that we both had, I think, seven players then. Um, and then it meant that he had to make a move. So he ended up picking up Hayes Dunster uh, as a little extra there. So as the narrative went, of course, Wonga Blake absolutely brained it for the Parramatta Eels. He got 106. I also had Nathan Brown, who got a pretty disappointing 45. He's just playing that that link role at the moment, Brownie. So the base stats aren't there. Uh, Steve, he went. Jacob Saifiti is his skipper, who got 51. Uh, so did enough as his captain. Uh, I must say, when he took that Saifidi one, I was stoked. Um, I'm sort of more of a guy that will take, will definitely take uh, a vice captain when it's in hand and you're not going to lose any points. So, you know, a, a, a 47 is my, my vice captain there. I definitely would have taken that. When he put the C on Saifidi, I just think in the modern game, you're just opening yourself up for so many opportunities, whether it be penalties, sin bins, whatever it might be. So much can change in the modern game so quickly. HIAs as well, especially with the guy in the front row. They're really open up to that sort of stuff. But he got through it unscathed. Uh, Sean Lane, that, that was the real killer. He 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 lined up a try for uh, Bryce Carwright with a brilliant offload. Did a few other good things in that game to score 85 points. Hayes Dunster, I believe he scored a try as well. So he got 38 points there. Um, so... Uh, at the end of the Sunday afternoon game, I was up by about 25 points. And 
I must say, I wasn't feeling overly confident. As we all know, updates, they do come late. Uh, a single game hadn't been updated yet. And when I saw that Matt Lodge went up by 10 and Andrew McCulloch went down by 10, straight away that evened it up. Uh, Remus Smith gained a few more points, probably not enough to be relevant. Uh, and then Sean Lane and these boys gained a bit as well. So I went from being up by 25 to losing by 25, which was a real stinger. I'd already uh, carried on like a complete nut of flip in the group chat and whatnot. Uh, but look... The reality is he probably needed this win more than me. And to his credit, he did drop guys. He dropped uh, Carl Lawton, I believe, uh, to get Hayes Dunster in. And without those points, he wouldn't have won that. Uh, a bit of a weird week. Obviously, you know, when, when you look back at it, uh, there's a moment there where Remus Smith gets Simbin. If he doesn't get Simbin, i probably win that game. Uh, there's another moment where Leilua, he gets a controversial penalty try, which... You know, I can understand them giving it, but he could have quite easily not got that, which meant I could have been nowhere near in this one. Wongo Blake absolutely brained it, which was unreal. Uh, a couple of try, you know, there was a try that George Jennings scored where he got it put on the platter for him. So there was a lot of factors that went into this game. The Sean Lane offload, another controversial one. Sean Lane in general scoring 85 points, like Jesus Christ. Uh, but then he also had the Kenny Bromwich injury. So there was a heap of heap of narratives on both sides of the park here that could have decided this one. Uh, it's one of those ones that I thought I was going to need to go big with my captain and vice captain. Uh, in hindsight, though, all I needed to do was take a solid scorer, whether it be Nathan Brown or Jackson Ford, Leilua. One of these guys that just gets me 50 every week probably would have got the job done for me. But that's all in hindsight. Uh, round 13, it's always a bit of a lottery there. So if I would have won that game, it actually would have put me up into third place, which would have been one of the more undeserving spots of all time, just quietly based on how my team's going. Uh, off the back of that loss, though, drops me all the way down to eighth. So it really was a big loss in hindsight. Uh, Steve, the bloke I played, he gained two points, so he he, he jumped up to ninth. So uh, that win was massive for him, obviously, and, and a big loss for me as well. I mean, if he would have lost that and I would have won, that would have put me up to third and he would have dropped down to like 12th or something. So um, a massive win there for that. He would have actually dropped to 11th, even bigger. So um, sorry, he, he, he would have dropped to 13th there. So if it would have gone the other way, he'd be 13th and I'd be third. Uh, it went the way it did. I'm eighth and he's ninth. So a massive win there for him. Uh, he's definitely got a better team than what he's shown this year so far. So uh, really coming down to the crunch end now. Uh, obviously next week, I've got the guy that's coming last and his team has been uh, pulverized. He's been holding on to KP for a long time. Once again, he's not playing next week. So I've been lucky enough once again to play him twice this year without Caelan Ponger. I think he's got a few other injuries as well. And right now in my side, I have got injuries, but I don't have any origin players, uh, nor does he outside of KP. So we sort of know what our matchup's going to look like. I'll probably back myself in to win that one. I've just got more solid players across the park. But stranger things have happened. Uh, so I did drop Sean Kepi, so I don't have a front row forward at the moment. So I'm running without a front row forward. I've got to work out what I'm doing there. This week, obviously, Reese Walsh. Uh, he is suspended as well, so I'm going to have to make some changes here. There's a good chance that Jermaine Osako doesn't get named this afternoon. Stay tuned to see what happens there. Victor Radley's obviously suspended, and it looks like Remus Smith will be suspended as well. He's going to go to the judiciary, but I'm not sure if he will get off that one realistically. So, might be playing short here again for a few weeks. Hopefully, Katoni Staggs is named. If he isn't, I will definitely be short this week until Reese Walsh returns next week. Wonga Blake's an interesting one. 106. He looked really good the other day, and I really like him out on that left edge. The Parramatta 
Eels. Uh, I think they've got a good run over the next few weeks as well, so he'll be an interesting one to watch. Cody Walker's the other one now. He's obviously the main guy. He's, he was my first draft pick, Cody Walker. Uh, they've got an unreal run over the next few weeks, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, so hopefully Cody Walker can find some real form and start to turn my season around. Tommy Dearden as well. I've been holding on to him for a couple of weeks. I'm expecting him to be named in the seven for the North Queensland Cowboys this week, so hopefully Dearden, uh, he can be the player that I've always thought he is over the next few weeks. Very exciting. Obviously, the other one I'm watching, Dallin Wateni's a Lesniak. Uh, I'm really hoping he doesn't go to the Tigers. I need him to be playing fullback to be scoring well. So hopefully he stays at Canterbury, stays there. Sounds like all of his intentions are that he wants to stay at Canterbury based on what we've seen on social media. So fingers crossed he does stay there. Uh, the other one is Sifatalakai. He played New South Wales Cup on the weekend and absolutely brained it playing 80 minutes in the back row. So... I'm really hoping that there is an injury somewhere in this Cronulla Sharks forward pack over the next few weeks, one of the back rowers or something, or a suspension, just to give Sifatalakai an opportunity to show what he's able to do. I've been talking about this guy for a long time, and I really do think in the back end of the season, if he just gets an opportunity, he could be an absolute superstar. But I need a few dominoes to fall my way to get myself back into this competition. Still coming eighth, so not a train wreck, but I'm probably higher than where I deserve to be. Uh, Still building that team for the back end, but... As I said, I'm going to need a bit of luck to have to go my way. So we'll see how that one plays out. Uh, Round 13, obviously, Supercoach Classic-wise, I've dropped about 2,000 spots in the last two weeks. I was sitting at about 500. I think I was even low 400s. Uh, Dropped out to about 2,500, which was a little bit disappointing, but had done some Round 13 planning. So got a pretty good score this week, 1,026, which I believed uh, put me in the top... 2% 2% for this week, which was good. Got 9 out of 10 wins in my league, um, which put my total score up to 16,498 and my season rank 1,360. So inside the 1,000, the top 1,400, which is exciting. I uh, had a few guys that still flopped realistically. I brought in Clint Gutherson last week. Uh, Captain Tim, he did extremely well. So I was very, very happy with that. Uh, I almost got convinced into taking my Nico Hines VC, but... Um, Thankfully, a couple of mates talked me out of that, so that really did help. So into 1,360, not a heap of trades left, though, so I'm getting a little bit nervous there. Uh, A couple of my pods, like Jack Bird, he did really well this week, but a couple of other guys didn't. I took a big gamble on uh, Mitch Moses. I thought they'd really put the cleaners through the Newcastle Knights. I thought he'd kick a couple of goals, and I I backed him in to score a try or to lay one on there. Only got 30. Obviously went off with about 20 minutes to go, so that really hurt. But it's not like he was heading for a blockbuster anyway. David Nofaluma scored 28 on the weekend. He is just doing my head in off. He was a pod that I brought in that really hasn't stood up. It's been very, very disappointing watching that play out. Sean Bloor, I've been talking about him all season. I'm starting to think I might have to drop him from my draft team, to be honest with you. He's just not the football that I thought he was, and he's just not getting the opportunities that I thought he would either. So disappointing there. The other two Tigers forwards that I had, obviously Stefano, he scored a try and got 71, and Alex Twell, he played extra minutes because of injuries and whatnot, put up a 77 there. So a good week, classic-wise, went up a 1,000 spots into the top 1,400, hoping to crack into... Uh, the top 1,000 again this week, but God knows what's going to happen with all these injuries, suspensions and everything we're hearing. Sorry, and, and the state of origin players. We're hearing that the Friday night guys, which I believe... 
the North Queensland Cowboys, the Manly Seagulls, the Cronulla Sharks, the Penrith Panthers, a lot of those guys will not be playing from what we've gathered, especially the Penrith Panthers boys, which are probably the most relevant guys. So you're looking at Nathan Cleary, Brian Toto, Jerome Luai, these sort of guys that are expected not to play in that game. So thankfully, I don't have Jerome Luai. I've brought in Cody Walker. Um, I think that the next few weeks, his matchups are really good. I'm still not convinced he goes gangbusters. I don't think he's going to break any records. He's just not scoring that well this year, but I just can't see him not averaging 80 or so over the next few weeks. He's obviously not playing Origin. Fingers crossed he doesn't get called in uh, for me, being selfish there. Uh, but yeah, I've brought in Cody Walker. I've got to decide if I'm going to make another trade this week. Waiting for Teamless this afternoon. So stay tuned for that. We'll have our live, live podcast talking about all the changes and all the teams heading into round 14. And then you'll have a, you'll notice on our Instagram a couple of posts coming tonight about State of Origin guys from the past. Who would you bring back into the current team for New South Wales and for Queensland? Just a round random assortment of six players from the last 20 or 30 years. So we're going to do a podcast on that as well. So stay tuned. Then tomorrow's the big day, State of Origin 1. We've got a heap of podcasts coming, a couple of guests coming on as well. I believe Natty's going to join us. Uh, and then we've got some boys down at Bondi. Uh, the, the Roosters, I think they're called the Tricolor Syndicate, uh, doing some really good things down there. Some guys that I've been mates with for a couple of years. So they're going to come on, tell their story, and uh, have a chat about State of Origin as well. So very, very exciting. Stay tuned for all that over the rest of the day. 